You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. It's time for the In The Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy East Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, and we are back. We are in the conversation. We are back. I'm Damian Lemon, your host on my left-hand side. I'm going to start on my left first. Retrograde over here. Yeah. Ali Muhammad in the building. Ah, we're going to go to the right-hand side, but we got a special guest. our first time ever having a guest on In the Conversation. Oh, wow. And it's, a, I mean, it's an honor and a pleasure. No doubt. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, real talk, I feel like you are the epitome of what we, we, we trying to do over here. The epitome of being in the moment. Okay. You know, uh, right. TV host. You may have seen her on Bravo's Fashion Queens. Queens. <laughs> uh, celebrated go-getter. In all in all endeavors in the entertainment sector and in the uh, the corporate sphere back in the <laughs> exactly day, no sphere. and on top of everything, Harlem living legend. I want y'all to give it up right now to Bevy Smith. Bevy Smith is in the conversation. Yes, yes, yeah. y'all. Happy to be in the conversation. Thanks, Scott. What's cracking? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's nice to be here with you guys because, you know, we're like the unholy trinity of vibe. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. Unholy. Yeah. Unholy. Because <laughs> if we were the holy trinity, it's too much, you know, like the religion and yeah. all that. And we'd probably so. still be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not really because I don't know who's still there. But anyway. Oh, yeah. That's right. So let shout out to Daytuan. Let's yeah. not malign the, the gig. But yeah, so <laughs> good to see you guys. No doubt. No good doubt. to see you. Good to have you here. How you been? What's been? What's going on? You know, I got a TV show. That's what I heard. I, I hear you on every week. Every week. Last week we were on prime time, ten o'clock at night on Bravo. It was a big deal. And Good look. My mother-in-law got to see you for the first time. Oh no, wow! She don't stay up that late. No, she uh. was like, "What time is the baby show?" <laughs> she's she's just she's super. Uh, She's so excited that a woman can go on TV and, and show a cleavage like that. that <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a major part of her yeah. <laughs> women's empowerment. But see, when I'm not on camera, I'm actually quite demure. But see, today I'm all covered up in my like crew neck. It's my sporty baby look. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But yeah. I'm glad your um your mother in law watched. It's like interesting. We got a lot of women of a certain age that really enjoy the show. Really? And then, of course, we have a lot of white homosexuals because we are on Bravo. No that is the home to white homosexuals. And, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Bravo yes before yes? Was that too much? No. <laughs> you said that was the white homosexual uh, home. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Now, yes is a, uh, a, I would say, an exclamation used in the... Oh, yeah, yes. Yes, yeah, yes. I can't. I'm not going to deliver <laughs> yeah, it with the same good. verb and gusto. you talking about the rapper from uh, Empire? <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. Nah. yeah. I was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to really get into it. I was saying yeah. that. You can't, you can't, you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, I'm confused. You can't hold like, back. Empire's was, on hiatus. Why yeah. are we talking about it? <laughs> so I was confused. No, but would Bravo be the initial, you know... Yes. Yes. Well, you know, yes is is more of a black gay. Understood, but with slang. Bravo being the white gay, right? 
with Bravo. <laughs> be yes. Yeah. Would that be? I think it's just Bravo. Bravo. That's what I'm Bravo. I was a rich. Yeah. I was trying to see yeah. what's cracking. Bravo. How is it? How's it been on television? <laughs> you know? Okay, I gotta tell you, being on television, the best part about being on TV is that I work one day a week. Uh, that's Swank Von Swank's thing to me. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. living the dream. <laughs> okay, I get to be on. I get to go to work one day a week and make pretty decent money. So I got no real complaints. And I get to do something I love. Right. You know, I'm sitting up, chatting with people. I have a great person, a great writer. Um, you know, Lauren Smith, who writes the script. So, you know, mm -hmm. we've got great words and we're able to ad lib and give it our own spice and verve. I've got great producers. You know, we're mm -hmm. produced by the same company that produces Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live. Dope. So, you know, we got good production values and, uh, you know, great producers that work on the show. So it's fun time. So, so, you know, for you saying it's a dream to work, you know, one day a week. You yes. know what I'm saying? Can you explain, yes. explain to them how life was before to make you even appreciate just working one day a week? Oh, well, you know, I always had a really cushy kind of career. You know, I've always had great jobs, which is the interesting thing is like, you know, a lot of people, they, they you know, they get these opportunities and it's like, oh my God, I could have never imagined, you know, having such a glamorous gig. I always had glamorous jobs, you mm -hmm. know. Um, from day one, even when I was a receptionist, I was a receptionist at a glamorous gig, you know. Right. Um, a1 from day one. A1 from day, <laughs> day one. That's right. Just like the steak sauce. Right. But you know, I'm cutting out the meat because, you know, it's tough on the old arteries. Really? Yeah, as I get older. <laughs> but, um... Exclusive. But, yeah, exactly. It's exclusive. Yeah, he's cutting out the beef. No but not Hawaiian all of it, gents. If you're watching this, I'm not cutting out all the beef. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, yeah, like, I always had great gigs, and, and my last job was, um, I was the senior director of fashion advertising at Rolling Stone. I made a lot of money, and it was a great gig until it wasn't anymore, and then I decided I wanted to do something else, and that something else was to pursue a career in TV. And the fact that it actually happened yeah. is always like, oh, wow, that really happened. It really went down like that. Like, uh -huh. it's always kind of like, it's not a shock because I wouldn't have quit my job if I didn't think it could happen. Mm -hmm. But it is definitely like, I'm aware that it doesn't happen that way for most people. Right. Yeah. Nah, that's dope. You know, folks be like, I'm about to do. And, you know, you talk to them and a year and a half later, they back where they started. And, you know, so I always tell people, like, if you really want to go for it, you know, scared money don't make money. You got to mm -hmm. persevere in this game. If you really, really, really want to try and, like, do something that is highly coveted like to be on tv and not be on a reality show because i always think you know you want to be on a reality show pretty much if you you know want to be a big enough asshole right. and uh make a fool of yourself they'll give you a show yeah. <laughs> but if you want to do different types of tv you know be it scripted or talk panel kind of things mm -hmm. it's a harder road to hoe so i i, I waited it out i thugged it out Thugged it out. I thugged it out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I could. I mean, I'm great reality TV. Oh yeah. I got yeah. a salacious life. Yeah. So. I always say it's a thin line between exploitation <laughs> and a, a good ass check. Right. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people have fallen victim to what they thought was a good ass check. Yeah. Well, you know what? The checks not even that great initially. Yeah. It's it's all more about really people wanting to be seen. Right. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's what really is. It's about because. Really, when you think about, oh, thank you, craft services around uh, these in parts. In the building. Um, but, like, when you really think about it, you know, 
when you're starting out initially on yeah. all those shows, like you're not making a lot of money. Nah. But you know, people are desperate to be seen. I always tell folks, you know, I'm from 150th Street and 8th Avenue. Uptown. I'm from, yeah, exactly. I'm a part of the 80s Ladies Coalition of Harlem. And so I've always had a certain amount of notoriety. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't thirsty yeah. for the spotlight. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I kind of was in the spotlight since I was 15. You good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good in the hood. I'm, and now I'm good in t- on TV. On TV. Right. Good stuff. Across the board. That's a beautiful So you in your moment. I'm in one of my moments. You know, there's so many of them, right? No doubt. Yeah, so I'm in, I'm in one of them. I'm definitely, this is good stuff. You know, we had third season on the show. Mm-hmm. I always right. say, when we talk about, Bev, we talked about this. I say, like, you're the epitome of being in the moment. You know how yeah. there's certain people, you can feel the moment happening, and, and there's people that just that take it over. They know what to do. They know what to do with it. They indulge it. They jump in it. And then there's those that are just like, ah. I could do this, but I'm a chill. Right. I think your default is you are the you you you're in the moment. You live life to the fullest. Yeah, I try and go balls to the walls at all times, just so I can even say balls to the walls. Because mm-hmm. you can't really say it if you're not doing it. Um, and what well. would my life be if I couldn't say balls to the walls? So, you know, for me, I'm always like given given an opportunity, I'm going to seize that. Yeah. And then I'm going to build on it. Where did that develop from, though? Is that something from young? Like, who? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I always tell people, the first time I ever changed my life, I was uh, 14 years old. I just decided that I wasn't going to be the the fifth handmaiden um, to the most popular girl in, in, in the junior high. And I was like, well, going to high school, I'm going to change the game. And I realized that... All I had to do was go to a different school where no one knew me and I could be whoever it is that I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So I repositioned myself. I rebranded myself um, at the age of 14. I went to a different high school and I took on a whole different persona than the one that I was known for in junior high. And it what worked was, out real good. What was your old persona and what was the new persona? Well, you know, I grew up in it. I grew up real kind of like middle class in the middle of the hood so uh-huh. m- my sister and i we were real nerds yeah like kind of geekosauruses but uh-huh. so i had to learn how to be urban and be like uh-huh. hip and like i had to learn that that wasn't like my natural habitat initially mm-hmm. i'm quite good at it now i'm very <laughs> urban now <laughs> i'm very urban but um so that wasn't that wasn't my natural thing and and but then when i realized what it took to be popular in the hood because mm-hmm. i studied the most popular kids and i was like there's some real this these things are not so subtle mm-hmm. and they're quite easy to mimic you know to be a popular girl in the hood you had to be reasonably cute okay i mm-hmm. got them cute mm-hmm. you know um my dad made good enough money so you know we were able to buy nice clothes because you got to be fly check check okay and then i'm a hell of a dancer uh-oh so you know Exactly. <laughs> ew, ew. So I had the I had the winning hand to become popular. I just had to kind of find a way to fit into the, the clique. And once I found my little entree as a handmaiden, then I was like, oh, but this is a crappy gig. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wasn't even number one handmaiden. I was like the fifth one, you know? <laughs> a handmaiden? Yeah. Let me tell you Explain something. That. On all what those click hierarchies, uh-huh. there's always people that do the bidding for the queen bee. Okay. I was doing the bidding for uh, the queen bee. Underboss. Like, and, and, it was like a minion. No, not even a minion, not and, an underboss. In middle okay. school, what kind of bidding goes on? <laughs> Oh, the, you know, in middle school, like a- exactly. Middle school is horrible. Girls are the meanest in middle school. Yeah. Because by the time you get to high school, you're more concerned with, like, getting, you know, that situation, as they, they say, you know, <laughs> getting laid and getting paid. Okay. Um, But junior high, you're more concerned with the popularity right. and, and usurping others and making other people feel less than because you feel not so great about yourself. Right. Which is what we know now. But as a kid, you're just like... Yeah, you just want to be down. Yeah, you just want to be down, as Brandy used to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brandy. Wow. So, yeah, I had to, you know, I did a remix. Okay. It worked out real good. And I've been remixing my life ever since. Uh-huh. No doubt. You ain't need a Yana. Huh? You ain't need a Yana to fix your life. Oh, no, 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 no. No no disrespect to Ayana. Shout out to her and all the good work she's doing with people like Karachi Tran. But, um, yeah, I didn't need that. Karachi got further than I thought she did. To be honest with you, I still won't learn how to spell her name. I still cut and paste. I won't learn how to pronounce it. Oh no, Karachi! I think I I thought it was Karachi. Because I never even heard it said. I just always see it it spelled. Never heard about her. Why don't we call her Miss Tran? Because we know that that's her last name for sure. Basically, yeah. 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 I didn't even get to see that, but I heard there was a part where she said, "You want to lay your head on some big mammy breasts." Did you hear about this? She didn't say that. Who said that? That's what as they said. Ayala said to Karuchi. No, she didn't say what did that. She I think say? That they, what did she say? That was implied because okay. she laid her head on Ayala's breast. But I'm sure. Why would But Ayala did Ayala invite her to? I thought Ayala invited her to the breast. She was like, hey, listen, have you ever? That's what I heard she started. <laughs> no, no. That's I'm what quite, the word was. I'm have quite you sure ever? that didn't happen. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I'm quite sure that that's a meme of some sort. <laughs> mean, mean. Have you ever? Yeah, I like that. No. It's some mm. mammoth breasts. Yeah, no, I don't believe that. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. So, 14, you made that transition. Made that transition. You know, you can't talk about transitions anymore because now that sounds like the transgender. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We be clear. that shift. Okay, that okay. shift. Wow, they yeah. taking verbs. Shout too. out to Bruce Jenner. Exactly. The gay community known for taking all of the adjectives. Mm. So now they're getting the verbs. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just happy that <laughs> the children can still use the rainbows. Children can still use the rainbows. Grown yeah. folks, not, not so, so much. much. Nah. <laughs> not at all. Shout out to the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> right, shout out uh, to the Denver Nuggets. Killed them. Fabulous just made it through with his name before they took the Fabulous. Uh, exactly. yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. 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 He just made it through with yeah. it. Yeah, that was a slow one. That was a, uh. <laughs> <laughs> He spells it in a ridiculous manner. Yeah, that's that's, that's what's saving him. That's what's saving him. No doubt. He spells it in the ghetto fabulous way. Oh, hey. shit. Got to put it on there. <laughs> Got to put the hood in there. Something I always noticed, though. I hate to talk to you like I... <laughs> as I studied, I read your, you know, I read your, bio, your bio. On your Wikipedia. You. You know, this is, we just having a conversation. But Speaking what, of my Wikipedia, you know, at one time, my Wikipedia had my age sounds like 79. Because wow. <laughs> it's a very... This is why, you know, I'm a stickler about Call Me Bevy Smith. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay. So I created that name uh-huh. for me. Because I knew that there was already B. Smith in existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's also a Bev Smith that used to be on BET. 
shout out to Bev Smith, the first Bev Smith that ever appeared on television. I'm sure she's a Beverly. Okay. So Shout when I was like, oh, I'm going to do this TV thing, I knew I needed a, a distinctive name. And I didn't want to change my name into like, you know. Utopia. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? I was like, I can still be who I am. Uh-huh. but I, And then I like the bevy. It's much many groupings, you know, uh-huh. it's like that. Yeah. So I had that pizzazz. So I was like, bevy. Now these folks are constantly trying to call me Bev, and I'm like, no, it's Bevy. It's a brand. No You're doubt. fucking with my money if you don't call me that. So, of course, people insist on trying to call me Bev, and Bev Smith has a radio show. Mm. I know several people that have gone on the show thinking that they were going on my show. Oh, mm. shit. And then they say crazy things to her, and she's a, like a hardcore civil rights activists <laughs> and like you know power to the people and uh-huh. like i won't mention the celebrity's name but she went on the show and was like she said to bev smith because they weren't in the studio together she's like girl how you been bev mm-hmm. bev was like i'm good and then um then she was like i know you killed them what um who you dating right now and it's the girls out and it's <laughs> <Met> like, <the laughs> like <laughs> exactly and bev smith is like you know 70 years old yeah. and like you know a righteous black woman <laughs> i'm sure she does not you know thought that was the girls out. yeah exactly That's but she you know shit. she just kind of like yeah <laughs> but i'm sure she didn't know what the hell oh, what the was hell? going on why is this woman asking me about my dating life and my tits <laughs> that's the type of thing people ask me yeah. but yeah so the the bevy thing is real real i'm real strict about it but yeah wikipedia for a long time had me listed as like a 79 year old woman wow which i'm not not at all. Not yeah. at all. Good. Could have got one of them ebony covers. Those Essence covers where they're like, guess how old she is. Exactly. Yeah, 79. Damn. But like, when you when you talk about, you know what I'm saying, that fucks with your money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you explain a little bit of how that fucks with your money like for people who, who might not get the concept of branding? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you want to make sure that your brand is clear and and separate from everyone else's, you know? So I, you know, I love Beverly Johnson. She's an icon. I think she's an amazing woman. I would love to, you know, um, look like a Beverly Johnson when I get to be her age. Mm -hmm. But I'm not Beverly Johnson, okay? Because that's another one. People, because people are just dumb. I don't know what, it's like, her last name is Johnson, but I guess Johnson Smith, two common names. Yeah. Mm. So when people do that kind of stuff, or when they confuse me with Beth Smith, the radio personality or whatever, so that means that they are confusing me with someone else. And that's never good about your, when you're trying to really control your brand and get it popping. Like right now, because I'm on a weekly show, I'm pretty good. But before, oh my God, that was like a horrible thing to be confused with. Folks who had more of a platform than I did. Right, right, right. Yeah. But now, you know, I'm like, just check Bravo at 11.30 <laughs> on Sundays and you'll find out, you know, what's really good. Real, real. Exactly. You'll see Bevy. But yeah, you, you got to protect your brand at all times. And even like, you know, the type of people that you kind of consort with and the kind of brands you consort with. Mm-hmm. So I'm always telling folks, because they're like, you know, oh, you should um you can make so much money selling waist trainers and skin tea on uh. Instagram. I'm like, I'm trying to get Procter and Gamble money. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to get automotive company money. I do not want, you know, pyramid scheme 
coinage. Like that's yeah. not uh, that's not sexy to me. <laughs> Struggle merch. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do an Instagram clothing boutique. No disrespect to anyone who's doing that, but right. I come from a, a world of branding and advertising, and so I know the difference, and I know the longevity, you know, in which you can have if you work with real good brands versus mm-hmm. if you working with you know chicken today feather tomorrow situations. No I, but you know, speaking of those uh, Instagram boutiques, I thought that was pretty um, ingenious of the other girls who do that. New Avon set up shop, yeah, direct up shop to consumer. But then I hear that the people always complaining. You get the stuff, it don't really look well, like what you saw on the Instagram. Well, well, you, 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 you know, gotta, you, you, <laughs> right. got, you got to take it. You, you knew it wasn't going to work. You bought it off the Instagram. Come on, <laughs> you only was going to wear it one night to the club anyway, right? Because I think the dresses are normally twenty dollars. Yeah, something it's like, like that, club yeah. attire. Right. Like you know, wear this tonight. Yeah. Get it going. Yeah, well. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, that's great for someone else, not so much no for doubt. me. Let me ask you this. How did you, because you're really good on Twitter. Yes. You're good on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Bravo. Exactly. <laughs> Bravo. You Fabulous. On, you're good on Twitter. How do? You, what is your approach to Twitter? Do you even think about it? Because I feel like I, I speak for myself. I overthink Twitter. I oh no! no, no. I, I had a I had a real good strategy when I first started Twitter. Okay. What's most interesting to me about Twitter is that I feel like my TV show has not helped me one iota mm. to build my Twitter following. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably because my show is about fashion and pop culture. But then when you go to my Twitter feed, it's not really that. It's about everything. Yeah, it's, and it's really very rarely about fashion and celebrity pop okay. culture. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason why people that watch the show, they may come and visit my Twitter feed and then they're like, oh, she's not Kiki and then cackling over, right. you know, what Claire Danes has on or she's not mocking, you know, Tilda Swinton or something. So they might be like, okay, well, I'm not really for that. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the people that do follow me are very in tune with my message, which is I do a lot of chat about, you know, um, self-esteem. I do a lot of posting of articles about business, branding. Um, I'm all about my life with vision, you know, about, you know, leading your best life possible, not based on what you see on the gram, Mm -hmm. but based on what you really want in your life. Um, You know, I call people out on some things. I just had to curse some folks out earlier today on on, um, social media. Dumb shit. You know, it's always something dumb. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, people just say the most ridiculous things. Like, I, I posted uh, um, what I had for lunch, which is salmon with some chickpeas and tomatoes. And somebody said, oh, yeah, but you know, if you're watching your weight, them chickpeas, <laughs> bitch, are you out your mind? You know, the, nutrition, like, really? the nutrition folks, you know what I'm saying? They, no, that's a hustle. Really, they, they go too hard. Chickpeas, dude. You acting like I'm sat up here and had cheese fries with gravy on top of it. Well, chickpeas has a lot of uh, fructose yeah. in it. A lot of riboflavin in there. Right, right? exactly. Yeah, like really. really? A lot so of I, I just, fats. I'm just like, you know what? Really, he just wanted you to let. He wanted, he to, wanted let to have you know. a conversation. Exactly. He wanted to say something. Okay. And that's the thing with with the social media. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you know. Sometimes it's conversation, but then there's a percentage of it that's just you know. Let me see if I can get them to respond. Yeah. And that well, will you know, make my I, day. And then I put up a little missive and I said that, you know, basically, I know there's some people on here that are inspired by what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And these kind of notes are going to be for them. And it's not for the naysayers or the fucktards. Yeah. Yeah. 
There you go. Good fuck tart. Fuck the fuck tarts. Fuck the fuck tarts. And, for and the naysayers of the fuck tarts. There yeah. you go. Because I, I mean, you know. And I and I also, too, I mean, today I, I I saw a couple of things that, you know, when um, Rihanna fired shots at people. And I really do feel like, you know, when I'm really on a roll on Twitter, I can fire off really good shots. When people come at me mm-hmm. and I'm... Clap I think they got to remember is that I'm actually on a TV show where we read people weekly. Mm-hmm. So I'm paid to know how to read. Reading <laughs> is fundamental to my brand. Uh-huh. So you really don't want to come at me if you're like reading in a remedial space. Uh, yeah, I'm on an advanced level of reading, darling. Like, uh, yeah. $10 words. Yeah. I'm Vassa, bitch, and you in like, you know, a failing public school in Detroit. <laughs> Oh, send them no up. No dig at Detroit. <laughs> Shout out to Detroit. Shout, Shout out to Detroit. I have faith in you. You know what I mean? We're, we're there with you. Yeah. But we're actually but, here. But, <laughs> right. Chilling. But you say you overthink it. Sometimes I overthink it, you know, because uh, I can get into it like, what the fuck can I say? What do I, how can I start? Because I, I remember, I think you tweeted something not too long ago. You were like, there's people on Twitter that either start the conversation, they yeah. shit talk, and then there was a third one. But and, it's, and then you, or you can join the conversation. You can join the conversation. I don't like just joining the because oh, no. when you join the you could very much be meant to feel like a motherfucker that just jumped in the. Hey guys, how's it? And they they will cold shoulder the shit out yeah, of you. Yeah, like they won't even they won't even respond. And I know for a good lot reason. To, but I try to respond to people that talk to me on Twitter if I'm having an open dialogue. But if they if yeah if it's one to one. Or is no, that or well, go ahead, go ahead. Or if it's like multiple conversations going on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I try and like make sure I like at least say something. Like even if it's nothing but like yes or mm-hmm. okay, lover, because you know I call all the people lovers on Twitter. But like I try to respond. But yeah, sometimes you do give them the cold shoulder. I gotta be honest. Sometimes I look at your profile, mm-hmm. and if you're lacking. Yeah, I'll just lacking, you. lacking in what followers lacking. No, 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 not followers. Never, I would never judge <laughs> the people on their followers. The way you communicate. Yeah, the way you communicate. You got a lot of nonsense. If I see that you only tweet at people that are influential or celebrities, oh, I'm never talking to you because you're right. an idiot. Right. You're a cyber groupie. That's sad times for you. Yo, but Bevy, this mixtape is fire though. Oh, I never this responded. Is fire. To that. I used to block people for saying shit. But like this that. is fire. Yeah. In all caps. Yeah, and it's F-I-Y-A-H. With like eight emoticons after yeah, that shit, yeah. which they, it's emojis. They don't even call them emoticons. I'm <laughs> like, so dated with my emoji yeah, references. Emojis, yeah. <laughs> nah, I just overthink it sometimes. I just put some shit out. I don't let it build up enough momentum. I see like on Twitter, I think you, you should tell some stories. I know the stories yeah. do well. Sometimes I'm in the middle of telling the story, and I'm like, "Who the fuck really?" Like you I start thinking as a detractor. No, yeah. you gotta keep, you gotta keep going. You gotta stick to it. Yeah. You know, it's just like when you're doing stand up. If you're in the middle of the mm-hmm. joke, even if you're tanking, dude, you gotta follow fucking through. Get to the through. other side of you it. You gotta get to the other side of it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, they might, you might get a chuckle. Uh huh. Uh huh. You, know, you might you, get one. You one might get one chuckle. One retweet. You might, you might get pelted with a rotten tomato, which would be nothing <laughs> at all, like Silence of the Lambs. Right, right. Have you ever been dragged on? <laughs> On Twitter, oh, I had one little um kerfuffle. Okay, and um they tried to drag me, but you know, as I said before, I'm an OG at this, so uh-huh. they didn't they they couldn't get me. I I took I took it on the old chin. Okay, I did a, a proper apology, which okay. was sincere. Uh. 
And then I proceeded to make note of the fact that, you know, I'm doing a lot more than what you are about the community. So mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to have a seat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But got you got to get ahead of it. Right. It's just like anything else. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I always say that um, social media is the fifth estate, you yeah. know? And and you got to know how to... Right now on, on social media, we don't have publicists that control right. the message. You're controlling the message. Yeah. But you can take notes from what a publicist would do right. in traditional media, right. and you should apply that for your own self. Yeah, I, I got into it on social media with uh dream Hampton one time oh but it was it was it was by mistake it wasn't like a, a real beef it was like you never get involved with really uh influential people no That's it was worst thing it ever. wasn't even like i was coming for her at all i was just okay. i was talking about the first time that i read a hip-hop piece that was written by a woman mm -hmm. and i was reading it was a tupac piece in the source uh -huh. and, and i'm reading it and then you know you get to you know certain parts of it and it's like and it's his eyelashes was like butterflies. Oh, right. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was like... A little tender. You never yeah. never read that. That was something that never happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this sounds like somebody that want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get with him. Right. Then I looked and saw the name and I saw it was Dream Hampton. Uh-oh. And then I guess she, you know what I'm saying, found that in the Twitter sphere mm -hmm. and, and came for me. I was like, it ain't like that. I wasn't saying that. I was just <laughs> saying that was the, the changing of of hip-hop at that time because before that you didn't hear a female voice right and then we worked it out and then you know what i'm saying oh, did she good. block you or y'all no 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 okay. we was good after that we was good yeah. after that we, we had you, other conversations but it was like you it was easily to get into a misunderstanding off of something that wasn't even meant to be a certain way i stay clear of all the combative people on twitter yeah. of which there are myriad no doubt. And and Dream is my girl, but she liked to go toe to toe no with doubt. the folks on Twitter. Yeah. So I would never even darken her doorstep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Azalea Banks, huh? Azalea Banks. Oh boy, you don't want it from old Azalea <laughs> Banks, darling. You don't want it from her. You know, she makes a lot of sense a lot of she times, is. and then sometimes it's kind of like renegade conversation. But she's young, mm -hmm. and so I'm gonna give her a pass on that. She's young. Uh -huh. No, no, she's a firecracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she got her ideas and she's spitting them out real time. And, you yeah. know, you can't like, take it back. She's like Candyman. You tweet her name three times. <laughs> right. She's coming for you. She's coming for you. She's going to just yeah. light your ass up. Mm -hmm. She like the good old the zombies in The Walking Dead. Oh, Hard man. to stop. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. I don't watch the show. Oh, you don't? Nah, I don't watch oh, that. Oh, you should watch, watch that show. Uh, Game of Thrones. Those are the two. Why don't I watch Game of Thrones? Because you know I'm not a a preteen boy, yeah. pimples. <laughs> but um, I do watch The Walking Dead, which gets me cool points with guys. I'm like, sure. Oh, yeah, this shit is hot right now. I definitely don't watch it. Well, Mad Men just came back. Mad Men came out? back. Of course, I'm a Mad Men fanatic. That shit is crazy. You know, I used to be in the advertising, so of course it speaks Absolutely. to me greatly. Yeah, I love that. I love Don Draper. I would definitely sleep with Don Draper. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'd be one of Don Draper's That escalated Draper's fast. Huh? That escalated fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do the Don TV Draper. recaps. I'd right. fuck him. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm basing the shows on. Not him. Rick and Walking Dead, I'd fuck him. Really? Yeah. Oh, the dude from um, Everybody Loves Chris. The the main, the, the Chris from, yeah. The young kid. Yeah. Tyler. Tyler. You would fuck him? On the show, he was so. I loved his spirit on the show. He was so compassionate and lovely. Oh, everybody everybody's Chris? Chris? 
Yeah. You mean on, on, on The Walking, on the walking Dead? dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say. No, no, no. no. Say, I'm not like a pedophile. What's going on? <laughs> I, I love the spirit. It was Wait, so talking innocent. About the 14 year old baby handmaiden, baby? That's what I was No, 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 no. Be clear before we No, on The Walking Dead. His character on The Walking Dead, of which he was a young adult. Oh, all right. But still too young, but. I see it's legal. Now yeah. I seen him at Epinata Mama's about two years ago. He had a bad shorty with him. He threw it all right. It's good to see that. Like yeah. cause you, when you because they could grow up to be awkward and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. He, he did what he needed to do. He's He's a, he was almost like a folk hero to the young kids. Like kids my age, my yeah. kids' age. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like my like Asa and Amir, like everybody hates Chris was their first introduction to TV that they could relate to. Like the Kevin Arnold. He's a black Kevin you know Arnold. What I'm saying? Yeah, he's yeah. like that. He like he's like Living a folk hero. Head. Yeah. When his little movie came out, when he first, with the first little movie that came out after Everybody Hates Chris, mm-hmm. they were super excited that it was coming. Like, uh, we gotta wait. And it was. And they watched and it. They watched it. Well, I know. They do. He kissed the dude and dear white yeah, people, yeah, and yeah. he got yeah. some pushback on that, he said. He well, said, that's because people are ignorant. Exactly, but you know. Because you do the work. And if, and, if, and if you know anything, it used to be if you played the mentally impaired, mm-hmm. you were shooing for some kind of an award. Mm-hmm. Google that. Uh-huh. You would you, you would get an Oscar nomination <laughs> supposedly. You couldn't go like what was it? What Can't movie go too was that? Far. It was like they're gonna. I didn't say this. This is from a film, and uh-huh. they were like, we "Don't go full retard." Yeah. But like you just <laughs> yeah. like kind of go that. like Rain Man. Yeah, you can get an Oscar nod because you could go either zero that you could look really foolish if you just overcommit. Fucking uh, John Leguizamo like, did it in one movie where he went too. He went too, too retarded. What was it called? Well, you can't say that. I'm saying no. That, that, that's what they said on Rotten Tomatoes. If I'm okay, that's a quote. <laughs> that's Rotten a quote. Well, yeah, let's went, be clear. We would never. I use would the never term use that word. Retard, because Mm-mm. we're not Mm-mm. mentally impaired, so we know that you don't say exactly. Yeah, you say exactly. mentally challenged or something. Exactly. Or, you know. Exactly. Got to be PC in this That'd world because what I don't want. No outrage at your door. No. What you think no, of this no. new outrage movement? It's kind of crazy right now. Well, you know now. what the great thing about the outrage movement is? It burns fast and uh-huh. hard. It mm-hmm. goes away. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Next so, week, it'll be a new not outrage. Not even next week, dude. Like sometimes like when it's really false outrage, it'll be gone within a couple of hours. <laughs> you're, just, you're off the hook. Fire up Twitter. For- <laughs> What's the last outrage you remember on Twitter? Because it, it happens so fast. Yeah, it does to- happen so fast. What was the last bit? Oh, now the Kendrick Lamar nonsense. Oh, What's that? I ain't hear about the Kendrick. Oh, come on. I'm going to need you to know your the, pop culture. With the light-skinned girl. He's Beyonce. engaged to uh, his yeah, light-skinned fiancé. And they're like, well, how could he be making all these yeah. positive songs about dark-skinned women, yeah. but then he going to marry a light-skinned? I'm like, that is the most ridiculous thing I've no ever heard in my yeah. life. And then you cue up King Kunta. Bitch, where was you when I was walking? You know? And that's his day yeah. one. Yeah. Loyal from the soil. But it, doesn't, it wouldn't even matter. <laughs> it, to me, it wouldn't even matter if she was white. It wouldn't right. it matter if he just met her last week. Do what you do. I don't even know why these women are always concerned about these men that supposedly don't want them. I would never be focused on what I cannot like. And then half the time you I don't got a want theory these about dudes. Right. I, I didn't never know Kendrick to be the one that everybody was looking at. Exactly. You didn't <laughs> want them. It's not even about Kendrick. This is my theory. I think a lot of these women, and some of them, some of Careful them, some now, of them don't. Man. Some of them, even like when they're like, because this happens. Across the board, across the spectrum. There's some that look regular, some that look great. There becomes this thing with women. I notice that sometimes women don't really have the 
the most developed personality. So their <laughs> their new narrative is the fact that they can't get a man. That's the most exciting thing that they say. <laughs> you know, you talk to certain people, they're talking about what they work and all this shit. Talk to certain people, they're talking about how they just adopted a kid or whatever. Right. You talk to certain people, it's like, I can't find nobody. I'm still out here single. And it's like, you want to be single because that's your character arc. That's your, exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Find somebody for yourself. Right. This for is yourself. ridiculous. <laughs> Simmer <laughs> down and then settle down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. this is ridiculous. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't really have that much sympathy for that, especially when they like when they like they, they there's women that you look at and you like you really just choosing this. You know or what like I'm saying? When, when people are super young or whatever, or, you know, I just I, yeah. I mean I just don't have I'm not I've never been a woe is me type of person. Yeah. I'm a look on the bright side of things, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. hey, people don't be wanting to hear that shit on oh, Twitter. They want to hear that. They want to be depressed. They want to be depressed. They want to have a a grudge match against everything that they're yeah. not. I mean, I just don't get it. I got shot. I got dragged on Twitter about that. <laughs> about being a person. You no, know, remember when I first started? I was I was Rise the quote. Drug. I had the quotes. I had all. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The hustle quotes and shit, motherfucker. Life ain't like that. You can't be happy all the time. That ain't real. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it's like when people try to drag Dame Dash for what he was saying. Like, of course, Dame went to him. Dame went to the extremes yeah. of mm -hmm. his, you know, but that's just him being provocative. Right. No doubt. You know what I mean? Um, it's good but, radio. Uh, yeah, it was great radio. But at the core of what he was saying, which I never understood why they didn't understand when he was like, I'm not saving no money. I'm flipping it. What is so hard? Every most successful people will tell you they make a profit. They put it back in their business. They're not going right. to put it in the damn bank account right. and like get it 2% interest. Right. Like, I mean, and what kind of idiot does that? Right. And even even people that's investing, they're going to tell you that saving it ain't despite. If you're going to invest it, you're going to invest it in a place where it's going to make. Yeah. You know but I mean? it's more risk. Right. Without great risk, there can be no, no great rewards. rewards, darling. So, I mean. But nobody want to hear that shit because a lot of this shit, you know what I'm saying, whatever we, we talk about, whatever anybody talk about, it's, it's like a mirror being held up. You know what I'm saying? So, when they're looking at social media and it's saying something that's against their core beliefs or who they are or if they light skin and it's the dark skin conversation, then they're going to have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? And then this social media gives you an immediate outlet to say right. something about it yeah. and do something about it. It's boring to me, you know. Like when the light girls documentary came on. Listen, I, I don't. I didn't support dark girls. The dark girls documentary. I don't really support that narrative. I get the people have. I just said this on. I just said this on being Mary Jane last week. Um, right. <laughs> shout, but, out, shout out to being you know, Mary Jane. That's not my narrative. It right. never has been. I never felt less than because I was a brown girl or right. a dark girl, whatever complexion you want to call me. Um, but. You know, when the dark girls thing came out, I was like, okay, well, I, I'm not going to shun it or just poo-poo mm -hmm. it. People have a right to have their their experience. That's their experience. And then when light girls came out and everybody was flooding it, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take this line from Dream Girls. Effie, we all got pain. That's what mm -hmm. Curtis told Effie when he left her for this is, Dina. This is classic black shit. This classic ain't new black. black. This ain't new black. No, it's not new black. It's classic black. And he, when, when, when Curtis left... Effie uh -huh. for Dina and she was like you were supposed to love me Curtis you were supposed to love me that's Jennifer Hudson yeah. as Jamie Foxx is about to leave her and go and be with Beyonce uh -huh. and he was like Effie we all got pain and I was like 
pretty much. You're right, Curtis. We all got pain. <laughs> There no one's got the monopoly on the pain game. No struggle doubt. is struggle. Struggle is struggle, no, no matter doubt. what. So, I mean, can we just all agree that we all have some fucked up shit in our backgrounds and keep it moving, moving no. right along? As long as my struggle get more clicks. That's <laughs> what it all comes down right. to. Now, I want my wins to get more clicks. No doubt. That would be the no dope doubt. shit. Yeah, that's how no, you should your look wins at can, it. Your wins can get clicks. <laughs> yeah. People be real happy for me. When I did The View, all those nice people that started on Twitter with me from when I used to just live tweet the view. Mm -hmm. They they were like, Bev, it's happening. You, I remember when you used to live tweet and now you're on the show. Oh, but yeah. see, you do a good job, and I don't think a lot of people do this. You do a good job of bringing people along the journey, which, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's very inclusive, very inspirational. It's very, this is what I'm doing. It's not like, you know, certain people, when they start popping or things start working out for them and you ask them, hey, so what are you doing? Listen, I'm blessed. <laughs> exactly. Keep it real. Just, just listen. You know what I mean? But you are kind of forthcoming. This is yeah. what's going on. This is where I am now. Blah, blah, blah. So when you start to receive, you know, riches. They feel like they're part of the journey. Absolutely. Because they are part of the journey. They're with it. They are part of the journey. That's why I like, was like actually telling people I'm doing this thing with Michaela Angela Davis called 30 for 30 where you exercise every day for at least 30 minutes 30 mm -hmm. 30 days for at least 30 minutes every day and i because i i'm like i know i got chicks out there that are like i want to do something i just don't know how to get started and i'm yeah. like well here's i'm doing it so maybe you can jump start your whole situation same reason why i posted my salmon i was like look i'm eating clean and then somebody was like that ain't them green chickpeas chickpeas be careful now them chickpeas yeah Please believe chickpeas ain't gonna make you morbidly obese. That's why I got to say that idiot. <laughs> ain't no when to say when with the damn falafels. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. But that's fried chickpeas. Yeah. Yes. But go ahead. Yeah. So you started you started bringing people along on the journey. You bring people along on the journey. Uh -huh. You make it inclusive. And I also, you know, it's so funny because I mean, not to be an asshole, but to be a bit of an asshole, I don't post half the stuff that's going on in my life. Yeah. I never, ever, very rarely ever do I post like all the shiny stuff that I have uh -huh. or have access to. Because mm -hmm. I just don't think. a lot of shiny. You just do shiny shit. It's definitely right, not. Your Matt. regular shit is shiny. It ain't Matt. Yeah, but but it's definitely not what I could be doing. Like, true, uh, true, 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 true. You know, like you it's go on some people's Instagrams and it's like Chanel bag and, you know, they on a, on a, on, you know, first class ticket, blessed. I'm like, well, <laughs> C-Suites. Way like, up. Yeah, that's a humble brag. Oh yeah, and just call it what it is. But don't put like don't put the blessed on it. Like, take the blessed off of it. The Lord and told me to stun on you. Exactly. That's exactly what the message is. The Lord told me to stun on you. Exactly. But guys, guys, but yeah, no, but but it, and I guess there's a way to do that. But I I think the reason that you can even show what you show, which is you know, good life, good living is because you take them through it. I think sometimes people just show the spoils of it yeah. or just the, the you know, because I know, like, we, I talked to Vlad about this. He's not here, but I don't, you know. I know well, he's not of, dead. He's not <laughs> dead. I mean, we Shout didn't out wanna, to Vlad, yeah. you're alive. <laughs> we kind of wanted to keep the suspense around. Just to <laughs> right, get, exactly. He might not. Anyway, so, now nah, Vlad ain't here, but one of the things that he's, <laughs> he's reluctant about posting, he feels like, he feels like it's bragging. And yeah. I'm like, though, but you got to promote yourself. And you got to show that all this work you've been doing is starting to pay yeah. off. So people and also, still then, 
And also what I find is why I put up all that stuff specifically on Facebook. Because Facebook, you can get a lot of business off of Facebook. I yeah. mean, if you have a, a good collection of friends that do business. Break mm -hmm. that down. All of the, the okay, files. Okay, so to me, uh -huh. Facebook, my Facebook page is private. So it's no malarkey and there's no random. So everybody on my Facebook page I actually know. Yeah. And they are qualified folks. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. They got real credentials. So that's kind of like my LinkedIn. Um, Twitter is what I find is like, you know, where you can pontificate, but it keeps you real sharp because of the brevity of the 140 characters. And then Instagram is all just visual. And mm -hmm. it's really a great tool if you're not that literate because all you have to do is snap a shot, darling, and real talk. it's all there. Word. You know what I mean? And then you can hashtag <laughs> something and it's done. Meanwhile, on Twitter, you know, if you're illiterate, it's going to show up because the spelling's going to be really poor yeah. and the grammar's going to be super off and yeah. it's going to be sad times. But so on Facebook specifically, I'm always posting when I appear on a TV show or do anything like yeah. that because then people that I've worked with before, potential clients or current clients see that and then that way they understand why I'm asking for more money for the next speaking engagement or mm -hmm. hosting gig. Right. Shout out to getting more money. Murder. There you go. <laughs> Shout them out again. Yeah. Getting more money. Getting more money. <laughs> oh, man. Nice, nice. So, shit, uh, be a Mary Jane, right? Yeah. Um, you got a lot of, everybody was bigging that up. You know what I'm saying? Brown girls. And then <clears throat> my wife was watching it. <laughs> and she like, Mary Jane hit the remote. Yeah, yeah, she, she like, how the fuck she gonna cut Bam off? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think that that was real. You gotta remove your ego nah, out of die, it. You know die. what I mean? Because then people definitely were like, oh, but she muted you, she played you. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I'm on a TV show, and you're not. No doubt. So you know what? I'm gonna take that on the chin. Uh -huh. You know, some people receive the very short message that I had oh. to give to Mary Jane. And so that was good. I got a lot of retweets on that. I got mm -hmm. a lot of buzz on that. And the fact that she muted it, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that's real, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, she as, as, a, as a woman, you know what I mean? When the when the, the, the Cock Von Cockstein calls, <laughs> you going to mute anybody on that TV. You going <laughs> to mute, you know, Oprah in the middle of Masterclass talking <laughs> to Jay-Z. You going to mute it because it's, <laughs> you know, you might get laid. Cockburn Coxding. Cockburn Yeah, so I, I I thought that was real because it, it's it's like the new dude is calling you. Right, right, right. Oh, I'm talking. What is that lady talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mute. <laughs> so anyway, what you talking about? No you're doubt. To, you trying to get it cracking? <laughs> nah, that's what's up. That's a dope. Nah, that was that was a that was a good issue because a good episode with with Rob directing that. Yeah. You own it. You know what I'm saying? It was a good you know what I'm saying throwback to. Uh, all of the good fam that's been doing it for a minute. Exactly. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Qualifications up in here. Yeah, yeah. You know? Meet at the top. <laughs> I like the fact that, and you keep into it, you said this at the, you've always said this, but we talked about at the beginning of the day. You said you always wanted to do, you wanted to make more doing less. Yeah. Now, how do you achieve that? Because you, you are, one of your things is you got to do the work, but like, how do you, do how do you get more by doing less? Yeah, well, you got to set it up that you deserve more for doing less, right? <laughs> there you go, that's part. And that's the biggest part. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I'm not an hourly worker type of broad. You know uh -huh. what I mean? So don't ever call me and say, 
oh yeah, well, it's only about an hour's work, so can you do it for X, Y, and Z amount? I'm right. not paid by the hour, darling. Right. So whether it take me an hour or ten, you know what I mean, I'm paid because of what you what it is that you want me to do. So if I can get it done in an hour, right. you're still gonna have to pay the rate. No doubt. It's all about value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because when people that. when people buy into you, you know what I'm saying? They're not just buying Bevy Smith. They buying Bevy Smith the brand, Bevy, the audience that comes with Bevy and, yeah. and the things that you can do to put shine on their brand. So a lot of that shit is, is value. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to bring value to the table to get more with doing less because the value is bigger. The value is greater. The numbers are big. Yeah. And not for nothing, I've been at this for a, a while and I'm always going to over deliver. So that's the other thing that I'm real proud of about my brand. You hire me. I'm not the cheapest, but I'm not the most expensive host that you can find. But please believe I'm the one that's going to really take the gig seriously. As I mean, even coming here today, mm-hmm. I was here early okay. and I showed up looking like I was coming to do. And if I didn't put on makeup because I didn't know it was going to be on camera. Stunning. Killing them. <laughs> they they supposedly said that they told me, but I know. But <laughs> full disclosure. I still put on I still put on a, a nice enough outfit because I'm like, I'm coming to do work. This is press. These are my homies, but this is press. And I think not and even when I go to Fashion Queens, we do a table read. Mm-hmm. And I always show up looking like I'm coming to work. And and uh, I'm gonna tell tell out of school. I hope my boys don't mind, but a couple of times the boys weren't dressed at all because we go to work and we put on nice clothes and they be like but and they call me mother mother why would we get dressed before we and i'm like because you're coming to work and it will change your whole disposition and the mm-hmm. way that you approach your work and the way people approach you right. you want to look like talent at all times you don't want to look like you're the help mm-hmm. right now Speaking of which, you have a, a philosophy that you broke down when you were a receptionist. Yes. Which I think would be very important for you to kind of talk about for the audience. Oh, you know, here's the thing. The lowest game in the totem pole is being a receptionist. So there I was, a receptionist for a really great advertising agency. And I realized that I was in the midst of a lot of great activity and people doing really amazing things and working on great projects. And I wanted to be a part of that. So the way I could be a part of it is because the receptionist is the 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 the, the red the red carpet to the the main event. So the first thing people have to do before they can even get back to meet with the account executives or whatever is they have to come to the reception desk. They have to come to the reception area. So that was my domain. And so what I did was I took pride in my gig. So it was not in my job requirement to take their coat and hang it up, mm-hmm. nor was it in my job requirement to get them coffee or anything. But I did all of that. because I want, And I took great pride in my reception area. So that meant when you, were, when you came to the desk, I wasn't like chewing gum and reading magazines. Mm-hmm. Can I help you? Who you here to see? And just like lackadaisical about it. Yeah. I think a lot of people are waiting for their big opportunity and then they're going to show and prove. But the problem is, is that if you don't show and prove in the minor gigs, you will never get the big gig. So therefore, you know, it's like it's a moot point. So whatever your gig is, you should take pride in it. That's why whenever I'm like in a supermarket and I see like a, a really great, amazing cashier, I like go and tell the manager You know, that girl on aisle, whatever, she was awesome because 
I think that's so rare. Everybody's waiting, you know, to shine and to be flossy, and then they're going to up their game. It don't work like that. Yeah, that's true. Waiting to work. Yeah, yeah waiting to shine. It's like, nah, you can shine anywhere, wherever you are. Yeah. Like, that's my belief. You know what I mean? So I'm going to put the same vim and vigor and professionalism into doing, if I decide to do anything, mm-hmm. if I sign off on it, I'm going to bring it. I'm not going to come in with my, you know, F game because it's not network or whatever. Like, you sound stupid. It's the worst when you, you feel like you got to try to get somebody to work when they at work, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you kind of kind of prod them to work, you're yeah. like, yo, can you, you know, help me? And they, like you feel like now you apologizing for them going out for you. You feel like they going out oh, their I'm way. I never apologize. I go ham on them when they do that kind of craziness. Uh, and I say things like, you do realize you're going nowhere fast with that attitude. <laughs> That's the good thing about being a certain age because then you have that automatic auntie mm-hmm. gravitas that uh-huh. goes on yeah. so you can like scold people uh-huh. and it, it's, it doesn't necessarily have to get into a fight mm-hmm. like if you know if i'm 20 years younger if i say that to somebody then all of a sudden it's like a sucking of a teeth and like well bitch who you talking <laughs> but being 48 you can kind of like whip them into shape and they Jeez. might take it a little bit more not in the world star ever they swinging oh. on adults grown ass did you see this you see this grown ass man on the bus get jumped by like uh four girls nah. uh it feel like it happens every other day now some other grown ass <laughs> man get jumped by a bunch of young kids it's very what, 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 what happened they cut it it's never the most the best context in the world star right. video so they cut it when it was a dispute the, the older man, they, the older, jumped on him. Yeah, the older man was, you know, he was like, he was kind of, he was older and he felt, and then it's right, he lived a long time. He said, listen, I ain't got time to be arguing with you young ass kids. Rightfully so. He's fucking old as shit. He's on the bus, you know, trying to live life. But that's scary. I got a dad that rides the bus. No, that's what I'm telling you. So you need to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. it starts escalating. All I know is one girl's like, Motherfucker, I'll punch you in your face. What oh. you gonna do? He's like, listen, he's 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 kind of trying to defuse it, but keep his pride still because he's getting punked. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, and he's a grown ass man. He don't need to be, you know, That's antagonized. That's when a woman has to step in and be like, calm down. Nobody young lady. stepped in that shit. I they hate swarmed that. them. I'll send it to you. They swarmed them at least four to five minutes. We can't be. Passing yeah. that around like so much popcorn at the movies. Yeah, it's terrible. We can't. No, we can't pass none of that shit around. Yeah, that's true. Because that's know. what they want. I, I feel bad, especially the second and third time I watch it. I feel yeah. bad when I click on that shit. Like I see it, I'm you like, this is even some bullshit. Click on it. You're feeding the ignorance. My curiosity is something. Watch the net. Yeah, I try to watch the entire internet. <laughs> bad business. <laughs> oh man, but you, you know. Now nah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, what I noticed, what you did say, you know, and I, to your credit, you you talking about, you know, at forty eight, you you'll say certain things to people, but you've been like that as long as I've known you. Yeah. You've always been somebody that's that's uh, taking a mentor role yeah. to just to to young people coming up in the game. I take it Auntie Beverly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you've taken that on. A lot of people are very funny about re- you know information and and helping people out. Why is that? Why are you? Because I do was that? mentored. 
Okay. So I had I had two amazing I had four amazing mentors, people that just gave freely to me yeah. and gave me the keys to the kingdom and opened all the, the doors for me. Okay. And so I was able to walk through really unscathed. Uh -huh. So a lot of these old trials and tribulations and hardship stories about being black and trying to make it in Yeah. I had amazing white patrons that were like, yeah, you're great. Come on, come with us. Come in this door. Come on, we're going to go. And yeah. I was like, okay. You know what I mean? And so um, what I realized, though, is that that was special. Uh -huh. And that was epic. And I realized that most black kids from inner city neighborhoods are never going to have that kind of mentoring. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't like, it wasn't. They weren't doing it like I was a fresh air kid. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that kind of thing. They were like, nah, like, you're dope, and we see you on our level. Like, my mentor, he always talks about how when I was a receptionist, he went back and told the president of the agency, he was like, that girl up there doesn't belong up there. She belongs back here with us. So it was always me being on an equal level. It was never them trying to, like, sum me, like, we gonna, come on, we going to show you the ropes. But you're going to always kind of like be two steps behind. Like my mentors are epically proud of me and they always built me up. So what I want to do, because my mentors were white and I'm like, well, doubt most of these little inner city kids are going to ever have that kind of opportunity. But I could be that for them. Right. So that's what I try and do. Uh, I try and give to to those that will probably never meet a Jeff McKay or a Kenny Valenti or Gail Malloy or a Chuck Cohen. Mm-hmm. Dope. So you do have, you know, you got your auntie Bevies, but then you have the the mother, right aspect. So that's the gay too. thing, and it's so funny because um, when when women call me mother or something, I'm like, you only get the context. Like that's mother of the house. Like that's for my gay boys. Like that's not for that's not for the general pop. Like that's a very specific title that I really only appreciated from from that audience. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because I chose not to have kids, so. Yeah, half these people, I'm like, I wouldn't have birthed you. <laughs> I would have flushed you down the toilet. <laughs> Just keeping it 100. <laughs> there you go. Flush. Yeah. Flush. <laughs> but douche. <laughs> you know, shout out to Planned Parenthood. Oh, but um, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. I was joking. Not. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, that's why I try and be as a good mentor. Yeah. I got to get back. I've been so blessed and fortunate. Hashtag blessed. And um, so I'm just trying to make sure I can get into some kind of heaven situation. Now, I don't know what it's going to look like, uh -huh. but I hope they have cotton candy, okay. roller coasters, candy apples. What else would I like? Oh, I love birthday cake. Mm. That's Word. what heaven looks like to me. Good Gee, heaven indeed. situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> heaven adjacent. Heaven adjacent. I can dig it. Whatever it's going to be. I just don't want it to be too hot because, you know, then you're in the wrong direction. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I don't want it to be hot. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. So, yeah, you know, it's all about a give back. And also, too, you got to be clear about who you should be giving back to. Like People are like, oh, you do so much with, um, you know, with gay charities. I'm like, I always have. But now that I'm on a show with two flamboyantly gay men it's like i would be insane to not be speaking to that audience and to be helping them with their causes like who how can you take so much from a culture and not give anything back right. shout out to madonna 
Is that a read? <laughs> it is. But I don't get that. Like, you can't just come into a culture, take, 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 act like, you know, a, a culture vulture, mm. and then give nothing back. Like, so I try, and, I try to make sure that because we have a large gay audience, that I'm making sure they understand I don't just want their them to watch the show. I want to support them and help them and how, however I can. But you've been supporting the gay community from way before. Yeah, the show. yeah, yeah. Of course, because you know I'm. I got a gay family. I mean, so you know, it's part of my life. It ha- always has been. So this ain't new. I'm true. You know, I'm a gay uh-huh. ally. Well, we're glad you support the conversation. There oh goes. yeah, definitely. I'm a, I'm a converse, uh, conversation ally. There it is. There it is. You yes, gotta... bravo, bravo, <laughs> cheers, fabulous, <laughs> rainbows. <laughs> you got anything coming up? You want to plug? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to be on the Meredith Vieira show on Thursday. So whatever today is, two days from now. Okay. Okay. All so right. there's that. Then um, I I got Fashion Queens on Bravo at 11:30 p.m. On Sundays, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm gonna be doing um, a flash mob interpretive dance to "I Like to Move It, Move It" in Bryant Park tomorrow at 2 p.m. No, that's a lie. That's not oh, true. Okay. <laughs> <I was> saying, <laughs> damn! <laughs> Can you imagine? Boom, 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 in Bryant Park, really bad. No, I'm not doing that. Um, you know, in this summer, I got a lot of good stuff coming up. So hopefully you guys will have me back up because I'll be on hiatus from the show. Okay, so I'll man. be looking for more revenue streams. So coming no on here is a good way to go. get no somebody doubt. to give me some money. Doors so. always open. There okay. you go. You always, always got a the, mic for you. In the conversation. I'm in the conversation. Kicked it off. Muhammad. Well, you know, I'm going to be, you know, around Brooklyn making making shit happen. <laughs> we got uh, Vegas coming up for the fight. So we Woo-hoo! got some content we shooting out there. So very excited about that. And, you know. Find me at uh, Mr. Muhammad on Instagram, mostly. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm um, Bevy Smith on all social media, but it's private on Facebook, so don't even try it. There it is. I'm going to be at the Comedy Cellar tomorrow on the Midnight Show. I'll be at uh, New York Comedy Club tomorrow as well, and uh, at the stand on Saturday. And I'm D Lemon Comedy on everything social media related. Thanks again. Tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the conversation. Subscribe. Yeah. We out. Later. Ciao.